0: I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor, Giles Beckford. Giles, consumer sentiment seems to have found a base. Cura to you, Charlotte. Charlotte yes, today. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Consumer pessimism seems to have found a bottom. The ANZ Roy Morgan Consumer Confidence Index unchanged for the third month in a row at 85.4. But just to give you some comparison, the long run average is about 120. The proportion of people who believe it's a bad time to buy a major household item, which is often seen as a good indicator of retail business improved slightly from the month before but it's still at a negative 22 percent. ANZ senior economist Miles Workman says the survey isn't telling the full story about the reluctance to buy big ticket items.
1: We've been asking that question is now a good time to buy a major household item Uh, that survey response has come back uh, for a number of months now saying no, this is a this is a terrible time to be buying And then you look at the card spending data and, and you just keep getting these positive surprises So you know households are, are saying one thing about what they are going to do and then they're doing another they, they, you know, there's, there's a degree of robustness in the household spending data It is coming off the boil a bit But it's you know relatively um, modest and, and that speaks I think to the strength of the labor market and the degree of job security out there
0: Miles Workman says households remain less confident about their own financial outlook for the coming year, and that may have been underpinned by the recent uh, unexpectedly strong inflation numbers. Casino operator Sky City Entertainment had a strong start to the year, with profit and revenue above expectations. Chief Executive Michael O'Hearn says local operations are being driven by strong recovery in the hospitality sector with positive local gaming performance as well, particularly in Auckland and Hamilton casinos. The normalised first quarter underlying profit that smooths out the high roller win rate. It's about 10 percent above pre-COVID levels. Uh, That does exclude discontinued businesses. However, Michael Lehearn says economic uncertainty is making them cautious about trying to base a full-year outlook on just one quarter's performance, and the company has its annual meeting later this afternoon. Meridian Energy says an accelerated development of renewable energy projects is doable as the sector moves to decarbonise by 2030. The company was one of a group of big power generators and lines companies which commissioned a report on future decarbonisation options from the Boston Consulting Group. That report suggested $42 billion worth of investment would be needed by the end of the decade in new electricity generation, distribution, storage and other technology. Well, Meridian's General Manager of Development, Guy Wiperer, says they're meeting the challenge head-on with seven solar, battery and wind projects in the pipeline. He says the first lot of work can be done, but firms will have to balance further investment calls on them against other pressures, such as shareholder returns.
1: We're pretty confident about this first tier. Um, And further down the track, um, all companies are going to have to think about how do they manage, you know, their, their balance sheets and their capital allocation, you know, dividends, all, all those things that go into, you know, how you manage long-term finances. Now, the imperatives there, so it's, it's kind of how do you do it, and you know, how do you solve the problem we've got in front of us.
0: Guy Viper says the rush to decarbonise is attracting overseas players, in particular, looking for solar projects. Well, the head of Air New Zealand says customer expectations of the airline have risen as the return to international travel gathers pace. Greg Foran says customers expect airlines to have better service after the slump caused by pandemic restrictions. He's told a BBC business programme that it hurts that the airline has tumbled down world rankings, which it used to once dominate. A lot of customers, when I talk to them, will say, well, you know, you haven't been doing much for the last two and a bit years. Surely... These things have been fixed during that period. So, you know, our level of expectation is here, not here. Um, What I am confident is that we've got the right culture, we're building the right foundation, and we've got the right momentum back in our business. And the service ethic, which is so critical to our business, is alive and well. That's our New Zealand Chief Executive, Greg Forum. He was talking on the BBC's Talking Business well, leading US technology companies have taken something of a battering in the past couple of days with poor quarterly earnings reports and unimpressive, unimpressive comments about their outlooks. Chief casualties being Meta, that's the operator of Facebook, it reported a second consecutive quarter of falling advertising revenue and it had a gloomy guidance. Its shares plunged more than 20%. Amazon shares were down nearly as much. Well, tech company analyst Deborah Aho-Williamson of Insider Intelligence says the tech sector's feeling economic headwinds, but Meta in particular seems to be compounding its problems. Meta, I think, has also inflicted wounds on itself um, by maybe even diverting focus towards the metaverse. Um, The company has spent billions of dollars developing technology to support this future vision of the metaverse. Um, Maybe some of those billions of dollars could have been put towards uh, improving uh, the ad system. Well, Deborah Aho-Williamson says Meta might try looking to make money out of its messaging system, WhatsApp, through charging businesses. And why should it matter for local investors? Well, you know, a good deal of your uh, KiwiSaver funds and indeed the New Zealand Superfund are heavily invested in US-based technology stocks. Let's see how they're all faring with Ed Glennie from Hobson Wealth To you, Ed.
1: Sure, Giles. How are you?
0: I'm well, thank you. I thought we were going to have four days in a row of a strong market, uh, but apparently not from my last glance at the screen. What's it looking like now?
1: Look, it was flat while I was waiting to to cross to you, but we're actually down now three points, so we're currently at 11,098. Of the movers on the day, um, Meridian is up four cents, you referred to earlier in the bulletin, at $4.73, Sky City. The market liked that announcement earlier, and so that's up $0.07 to $2.77. Air New Zealand is flat at $0.77. And look, also, interestingly, PushPay is on a trading halt. So whether there's a uh, resolution or an announcement coming in terms of suitors, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see.
0: The speculations being that uh, one of its big shareholders, BGH Capital, which owns 20%, has probably put in a new offer to perhaps buy out the whole company.
1: That's right. Yeah. So uh, no, it's uh, but look, it hasn't actually moved the index level much. But uh, yeah, look, we wait in anticipation for that.
0: A quick look at Australia, please.
1: Uh, Australia, sir is down almost half a per, uh, half a percent. So currently, six thousand eight hundred and eighteen points for the ASX two hundred. ANZ and uh, uh, earlier in the bulletin is off two cents to twenty four ninety seven. But the big mover on the day is Macquarie Group. A strong um, profit beat, so the stock's up quite significantly, up $5.76, so at $172.30 Australian a share.
0: Uh, That takes us to the currency, which has been quite firm over the past 24 hours or so.
1: That's right. So buying against the Australian dollar, we're currently at 90.3, 58.3 against the US dollar, 85.23 against the Japanese yen, 0.504 British and then uh, against the euro uh, 0.585.
0: Which takes us to interest rates, oil and gold.
1: Three-month bank bills are at 4.09%. Ten-year government bonds are at 4.213%. West Texas Intermediate is at $88.62 US a barrel. And finally, spot gold is at $1,662 US an ounce.
0: Thank you very much. That's Ed Glaney from Hobson Wealth.